today we're going to be talking about receiving and giving, giving feedback. feedback. This is key in gaining self-awareness of how we come across when we're giving presentations. Yep. Yep. There is two worlds when you're speaking. There's the one in your head. <laughs> it's the inner world, how you experience stuff and the way your listeners receive you. Absolutely. It, it is, it, it's so funny how it can be totally disconnected. Well, not totally disconnected, but different. Oh, yes. Scott, I have a perfect example of that. Yeah. A lot of presenters, when, when I'm working with them, they'll give a presentation and afterward they beat themselves up horribly. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. was horrible. I should have done this. I should have said yes. that. Yes. And I look at them and I'm saying to them, it was not horrible. Yeah. <laughs> I, I believe we create this story in our head. And I know I do it after I give a big presentation. I, I can beat myself up yep. with what I should have done and said. And it's not the reality though, sometimes with how we're perceived, which is, yes. this is a good, this is a good thing. Yes. Yes. It, it, it's so funny how the, you can track something really strange. Like I said, I'm a, you know, a hundred times which is of course your perception. And it wasn't that, it wasn't a hundred times, it might've been three. And okay, the, listener goes, <laughs> the listener's like, I didn't notice any of that. I was tuned into something else. It could have been something good or it could have been something else that was distracting, but that's why it's so important to get this other feedback because I think that second reality that the listeners experience of you is really a little more important than the one in here. Our own reality. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's why it's also really cool when you have someone in your audience, someone you know and trust, if you ask them to record little snippets of your presentation while you're giving it, because then you get to actually truly see how you look yeah. and sound. Yeah during your presentation. Well, and it's nice. It's honestly, it's nice to get both the listeners feelings, then let them express how they, they saw it as you look at the video together. I mean, that's really the one two punch because you can actually see what they're talking about. Mm -hmm. I do find even when people look at their own video, if their ego is going crazy and they're feeling, you know, self-conscious, they still don't see it very clearly. They're too focused on the wrong. Yes. I, I recommend not watching the video right after the presentation yeah. because your adrenaline is still high. Yeah. I would wait. I would wait at least 24 hours yeah. to watch it. But now, so say receiving feedback was the first word we talked about. There's receiving and giving feedback. And you mentioned something important and that's finding a trusted colleague you know, the operative word being trusted, somebody that you know to be, um, I don't know, thoughtful and considerate in how they would give honest. feedback. On, good, honest. honest, candid, right? Yes, right don't sugarcoat it. Yeah. Just give it to me. What what are my, what are my distractions? That's, it's also how you ask for the feedback. Yeah. During this piece of the presentation, was I clear? Could have been more clear. Do yeah. I 
cause any distractions for the audience. Be the more specific you are with the questions that you ask around yeah. the feedback, the more specific of answers you're going right. to get. I think it's almost a matter of hunches. Like you have a hunch that you've got a distracting kind of habit. So you say, is you know, was this aspect of my talking distracting? And then if you're surprised by the feedback, you can say stuff was, well, was there anything that was distracting? You can go oh, to a broader. That's interesting. Yeah. Because I often hear presenters say, oh, I'm usually told I talk too quickly. And then my question is, what are you doing about it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because if you're consistently given feedback, especially when it's that constructive feedback, what are you doing to work on it? Well, and you, so now you brought up a great example of something else that I think is really important in that you've got to take feedback um, carefully because sometimes people will give you feedback that sends you down the wrong path. Oh, do you have an example? Well, one example, and we've talked about this in a previous episode. Sometimes people will get the impression they talk too fast when their word rate is okay, but they don't have periods. <laughs> it's you understand one, what I mean? There's no sentences. So. Run on sentences. Right. Yes. And so if somebody says you talk too fast, then you can get the wrong idea of what that means. So this is where there is a limit to feedback from non-experts because if they haven't seen a lot of this stuff, they may not give you just the right feedback so that you could pursue the right fix for your mm. behavior or whatever you're trying to do. Yeah, that's a very valid point. That's why we're it, here, Jen. That's why we exist. Well, yes. <laughs> this is what we do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There is expert feedback and it's a little different than... So that, okay. Okay. So maybe the, the fix for that is the person that you are relying on to give you feedback you're choosing them because they're really good at presenting. Yeah. So we don't want someone who's lousy at presenting to be the person to give you the feedback because they haven't even figured it out how to do it themselves. Yeah. So I think that's the key. Yeah. Someone yeah. you admire with how they present and control their delivery. That's yeah. who you want the feedback from. Yeah, yeah. Now let's flip it to giving feedback. Any, mm -hmm. If you're going to be the one who's giving feedback, what what advice would you give to a giver of feedback? Are you referring, you just watched a presentation and you want to give feedback to the presenter? Well, maybe you've been asked. Maybe you're the one in that seat holding the, the ah, phone. You're the trusted. You're the trusted yes. colleague. Yes. Then the, the, the biggest piece of feedback I would give around giving the feedback is be very specific. Don't be too vague. Yeah. Uh, here's an example of what is not feedback. Oh, that was a, that was a good presentation. That's a compliment. It's not feedback. So it's being very specific around the, the behavior. Yeah. And Scott, you mentioned before we jumped on this, we were talking about what was the saying you said, if you do X, it yeah. will accomplish yeah. why? Right. If then, an if then kind of sentence 
um, response is great. Um, as opposed to your hands were really distracting. Okay. You would say something like, if you put your hands out in, in front of you and make them more descriptive, I think you're going to come across a lot better. Okay. That would be an if then statement. Does that make sense? It does. It, well, it's, it's going deeper into the feedback. So instead of telling someone, oh my gosh, your hands move around like crazy, yeah. which by the way, s- speeds up your speaking pace. I could feel my, myself right doing there. that. <laughs> right there you go. So then it's demonstrating the way you move your hands around. It's a distraction. And I noticed that when you do it, your speaking pace is also matching the rate of your hand movements. So if you X, Y, Z, I get it. Yeah. And what I I love about that too, is it, it is not, when you do the, if then it keeps you from saying, avoid a behavior because telling to avoid, you're saying I'm too much is a horrible Mm -hmm. um, input because people are okay. Then I just have to avoid saying, um, and then they count it. They think about ums. And then of course, all you do is say, um, Mm -hmm. if you say, if you able, if you can speak in solid sentences from the first word to the period, you're just going to come across more confidently. That's way better than saying, stop saying, um, (laughs) you know, (laughs) yes. Yes, it's as if they need to know the why. It's one thing to say you move your hands too much. They need to understand how that affects the audience. Yes. Why it's important not to do that. Yes, exactly. Exactly. I love that. There's a very important human element to all this in that there's the ability to speak well and there's the motivation. And when you're giving feedback, you're trying to help with both. You're trying to say, let me give Mm -hmm. you an insight, something you can Mm -hmm. improve upon, Mm -hmm. a specific idea that you can put into practice, but let me do it in a way that builds you up. Yes. Yes. And I want to add to this as we wrap this up, Scott, make sure you've already been given the permission to give the feedback, whether it's constructive or positive, because if we give uninvited feedback that can actually damage the relationship with that, with that person. So make sure you've asked for permission first to, to give it. And that's really, I, I found that to be very key. Yeah. That's a great way to end. That's perfect. um, Perfect. Guess what? Guess what's next week, Scott? What's next week? Guess what? What? It's the launch. It's the launch. It's going to be a surprise. It's a surprise. In a way, that's actually sad because this is the end of a chapter. Oh. This is, did you know this is our 40th? Oh. Our 40th episode. And we are now moving into a, In new a year. Chapter. It's been about, it's been about it's just been about one a year. year. Right. It's right. wonderful. I know. Isn't that great? So 40 it's, episodes. I know. It's a and little crazy. Much more, much, much more to come. Yes. Yes. Even right. better. Even better. All right. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> we look forward to seeing you next week. See you soon. Bye. Bye.